bartleby.com. An easier way to study hard, ask a question, you have homework questions, and their subject matter experts have answers. Ask away. Most questions are answered. It is fast as 30 minutes, and you'll be notified by email when your answer is ready. Find a solution. Proofread your paper. Bartleby experts will look over your paper with their advanced grammar and spell checkers. Bartleby Learn access step-by-step solutions to millions of textbook problems, a searchable database of solutions to homework questions and subject matter experts on standby 24-7 when you're stuck. Bartleby Write. Write better right now. Scan for accidental plagiarism, check spelling and grammar and format citations correctly so you can spend less time writing and get the grade you want. Bartleby Tutor, 24-7 online tutoring service, gives you personalized instruction you want and the flexibility you demand. One of convenient options, you can find the best fit for your lifestyle and study habits. Bartleby Learn, search, solve, succeed. Study smarter with access to millions of step-by-step textbook solutions, a searchable digital database of homework solutions, and subject matter experts on standby 24-7 to provide homework help when you need it. Subscribe, and your first week is $4.99. After your first week, subscription auto-renews monthly to $9.99 USD or the then-monthly current fee. Cancel anytime. Winning lineup of student tools, textbook solutions, millions of step-by-step solutions, with thousands added daily in 30 subjects. Expert Q&A, ask their experts your most troublesome homework or study questions anytime and receive a detailed solution as fast as 30 minutes. 24-7 homework help, Bartleby subject matter experts, many with advanced degrees are always on standby to ease your concerns and get you back on track. Solution database, homework solutions are easily searchable and constantly updated. Quickly find your way what you need, save it later, and access it from a mobile device. Try it today. Study on the go. Problems solved. Maximize your study time and get homework help anytime, anywhere with the Bartleby app. Ask or snap or a homework question. Search textbook solutions and get answers and answers right from your device. Download it on the App Store or Google Play today. Bartleby, Bartleby right. Compose with confidence. Quit start. Starting, quit staring at a blinking cursor. Easier essay quit compositions right here with your new favorite pleasure, the grammar checker. Their all-in-one writing help tool is designed to reduce mistakes, improve writing habits, and transform okay essays into stellar ones. So you can submit your paper with confidence, all for only $9.99 a month. Try Bartleby Write 24-7 personal writing tutor, plagiarism checker. Bartleby will help you. Catch missing citations, accidental copy text, and other mistakes giving you supreme confidence in your home original work. Grammar and Spell Checker, author your own success story with, with writing help to eliminate mistakes. Easy early scoring, Bartleby's advanced algorithm scans your paper and compares, to, compares it to thousands of similar papers to produce a score before you turn it in. Citation assistance, whether it's MLA grammar checks or APA consensus, science source in a sense, try it today. Bartleby Tutor, one-on-one tutoring on your schedule, whether it's a one-time question or a homework problem that needs a private study session solution. Bartleby's got you. Their team of live tutors are available 24-7. Get started today with a free 15-minute session on them. Find a tutor. Get a tutor on your computer. All tutoring sessions occur in real time via messaging or audio for easy collaboration on homework help, textbook solutions, and more. 24-7 availability, tutors are on demand day or night and can accommodate your school and life balance. When you're ready to study, so is Bartleby. Flexible options, don't pay for tutoring time. You won't uh, use by 30, 60, 120-minute increments, whichever best 
Better, best fit your needs, then use all your minutes. Roll them over to another session. Many subjects, tutors are available in over 20 subjects. Bartleby experts will help make sense of the toughest concepts in engineering, math, physics, business, and more. Find a tutor ready to get started. Sign up for 24-7 homework help now. Babbel.com, language for life. Why Babbel? When you want to learn a new language, you want to be able to actually use it with real people in the real world. Every part of Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. Designed by pros. Lessons with realistic scenarios designed by over 100 linguists. Use what you learn. Interactive dialogues that get you speaking confidently. Learn on any device. Compatibility with most devices with lessons that are only 10 to 15 minutes. Remember everything. Reviews that bring back everything you've learned. Number one selling language learning app. Open, Download the app today with, and start learning language for your everyday life from the App Store app or Google Play. Choose how you learn. To start with Babbel, choose a plan that works best for you. Babbel app subscription. Get unlimited access to hundreds of award-winning lessons designed for all learners based on level and time commitment. Babbel Live subscription. You'll have access to live virtual classes taught by top language teachers available at a variety of days, times, and levels, plus access to all Babbel online lessons. People love Babbel. Thousands of five-star reviews. Publications love Babbel. The Wall Street Journal, Business Insider, CNN, Forbes, The New York Times, The Washington Post, USA Today, CNET. You can choose from the following languages, Spanish, French, German, Italian, Russian, Portuguese, Turkish, Dutch, Swedish, Polish, Norwegian, Indonesian, Danish, over 10 million subscriptions sold. Good morning. Here is part four of U.S. President number 41, George H.W. Bush, post-presidency 1993-2018. Appearances. After leaving office, Bush and his wife built a retirement house in the community of West Oaks, Houston. He established a presidential office in the Park Laureate Building Memorial Drive in Houston. He also frequently spent time at his vacation home in Kim Buckport, took annual cruises in Greece, went on fishing trips in Florida, and visited the Bohemian Club in Northern California. He declined to serve on corporate boards, but delivered numerous paid speeches and served as an advisor to the Carlisle Group, a private equity group. He never published his memoirs, but he went when he and Brett Scalcroft co-wrote a World Transformed, a 99 work on foreign policy. Portions of his letters and his diary were later published as a China Diary of George H.W. Bush and All the Best, George, w. George Bush. During the 1993 visit to Kuwait, Bush was targeted with an assassination plot directed by the Iraqi intelligence service. <coughs> President Clinton told you when he ordered the firing of 23 cruise missions at Iraqi intelligence service headquarters in Baghdad, Bush did not publicly comment on an assassination attempt or, but, attempt or the missile strike, but privately spoke with Clinton shortly before the strike took place. In 1994, gubernatorial elections of Senate George W. and Jeb concurrently ran for governor of Texas and governor of Florida concerning their political careers as advisement. Both that at some point, both of you may want to say, well, I don't agree with my dad on what on that point, or frankly, I think dad was wrong on that. Do it, chart your own course, not just on the issues, but on defining yourselves. George W. won his race against Ann Richards while Jeb lost to Lawton Charles. After the results came in, the elder Bush told ABC, 
I have very mixed emotions. A proud father is a way I would sum it all up. Jeb would run again in for Flor Governor of Florida in 1990 and win at the same time that his brother George W. won the re-election in Texas. It marked the second time the United States had a pair of brothers served simultaneously as governors. George and Barbara Bush, 2001. Bush supported his son's candidacy in the 2000 presidential election, but did not actually campaign in the election and did not deliver speech at the 2000 Republican National Convention. George W. Bush defeated Al Gore in the 2000 election and was re-elected in 2004. Bush and his son thus became the second father-son pair to each serve as president of the United States following John Adams and John Quincy Adams. Through previous administrations, Elder Bush has... Ubiquitously been known as George Bush or President Bush, but following the son's election, the need to distinguish between them has made retronymic forms such as George H. W. Bush and Bush and George Bush Sr. <coughs> and colloquialisms such as Bush 41 and Bush the Elder more common. Bush advised his son on some personal choices approving the selection of Dick Cheney as running mate and the retention of George Tennant as CIA director. However, he was not consulted on all appointments, including that of his old rival, Donald Rumsfeld, as Secretary of Defense. Though he avoided giving answers advice to his son, Bush and his son also discussed some matters of policy, especially regarding national security issues. In his retirement, Bush then avoided public expressing his opinion on political issues in, in instead using the public spotlight to support various charities. Despite early political discussions with Bill Clinton, the two former presidents eventually became friends. They appeared together in telev television ads encouraging aid for victims of Hurricane Katrina and the 2004 Indian Summit, Indian Ocean Earthquake and Tsunami. Final years, Bush supported public John McCain in the 2008 presidential election and Republican Mitt Romney in the 2012 presidential election, but both were defeated by Democrat Barack Obama. In 2011, Obama awarded Bush with the Presidential Medical Medal of Freeman, <coughs> Presidential Medal of Freeman, Freedom, the highest civilian honor in the United States. Bush supported his son Jeb's bid in the 2006 presidential election. Jeb Bush campaign struggled hard, and he withdrew from the race during the primaries. Neither George H.W. nor George W. Bush endorsed eventual Republican nominee Donald Trump. All three Bushes emerged as frequent critics of Trump's policies and speaking style, while Trump frequent critics of George W. Bush's presidency. George H.W. Bush later said that he voted for the Democratic nominee Hillary Clinton in the general election. After the election, Bush wrote a letter to President-elect Donald Trump in January 2017 to inform him that because of his poor health, he would not be able to attend Trump's inauguration. On January 20th, he gave him his best wishes. In August 2017, after the violence at the White House rally in Charlottesville, both Pres Presidents Bush released a joint statement signed America must always reject racial bigotry and anti-Semitism and hatred in all forms. This statement from Presidents George H.W. and Judge W. Bush reads, As we pray for Charlottesville, we are all reminded of the fundamental truths recorded by that city's most prominent citizen in the Declaration of Independence. We are all created equal and endowed by our Creator with unalienable rights. On April 17, 2018, Bush's wife, former President Lady, 
Barbara Bush died at the age of 92 at her home in Houston, Texas. Her funeral was held at St. Martin's Episcopal Church in Houston four days later. Bush, along with former President Barack Obama, George J.W. Bush's son, Bill Clinton, and fellow First Ladies Melania Trump, Michelle Obama, Laura Bush, daughter-in-law, and Hillary Clinton representative who attended the funeral and who also took a photo together after the service at a sign of unity, which went viral online. On November 1st, Bush went to the polls to vote early in the midterm elections. <coughs> this will be his final public appearance. Death and Funeral George H.W. Bush died on November 30, 2018, aged 94 years and 171 days, at his home in Houston. At the time of his death, he was the longest-lived U.S. president, a distinction now held by Jimmy Carter. He, he was also the third oldest Vice President Bush lay in state in the rotunda of the U.S. Capitol from December 3rd through November 5th. He was the 12th U.S. President to be accorded his this honor. Then on December 5th, Bush's council was transferred from the Capitol Rotunda to Washington, Washington National Cathedral, where a state funeral was held. After the funeral, Bush's body was transported to George H.W. Bush Presidential Library in College Station, Texas, where he was buried next to his wife, Barbara, and daughter, Robin. At the funeral, former President George W. Bush eulogized his father, saying he looked for the good in each person, and he usually found it. Personal life. In 1991, the New York Times revealed that Bush was suffering from Graves' disease, a non-contagious thyroid con condition that his wife, Barbara, also suffered from. Later in life, Bush suffered from vascular Parkinsonism, a form of Parkinson's disease which forced him to use a motorized scooter or a wheelchair. Bush was raised in the Episcopal Church, though by the end of his life, his apparent religious beliefs are considered to have more to have more in line with evangelical to Christian doctrine and practice, he cited various moments in his life deepening of his faith, including his escape from Japanese forces in 1944 and the deaths of his three-year-old daughter, Robert, in 1953. His faith reflected in his thousand points, thousand points of light speech, his support for prayer in schools, and his support for the pro-life movement following his election as vice president. Legacy Historical Reputation Polls of historians and political scientists have ranked Bush in the top half of the presidents of 2018 poll of the American Political Science Association's Presidents and Executive Politics Section ranked Bush as the 17th best president out of 44. A 2017 C-SPAN poll of historians also ranked Bush as the 20th best president out of 43. Richard Rose described Bush as a Guardian president, and many other historians and political scientists have similarly described Bush as a passive, hands-off president who was largely content with things as they were. Professor Steve, Stephen Knott writes that generally the Bush president is viewed as successful in foreign affairs, but disappointment in, a disappointment in domestic affairs. Biographer John Beecham writes that after he left August, many Americans viewed Bush as a gracious and underappreciated man who had many virtues but who <coughs> had failed to project enough of a distinction, identity, and vision to overcome the economic challenges in 1991-92 and to win a second term. Bush himself noted that his legacy was lost between the glory of Reagan and the trials and tribulations of my sons. In the 2010s, Bush's family remembered to for his willingness to compromise, which contrasted with an intensely partisan era that followed his presidency. According to USA Today, the legacy of Bush's presidency was defined by his victory over Iraq after the invasion of Kuwait and for his
support for signing over the dissolution of the Soviet Union and the German reunification. Michael B. Beschloss and Strobe Talbot praised Bush's handling of the USSR, especially how he prided Gorbachev in terms of releasing control over the satellite states and preventing German reunification, and especially unified Germany in NATO. Andrew Bosovich judges the Bush administration as morally obtuse in light of its business as usual attitude towards China. After the massacre of Tiananmen, Tiananmen Square and its uncritical support of Gorbachev as the Soviet Union disintegrated, disintegrated. David Rothkopf argues, in the recent history of U.S. foreign policy, there has been no president nor any president's team who, when confronted with profound international change and challenges, responded with such a thoughtful and well-managed foreign policy. The Bush administration was a bridge over one of the great fault lines of history that ushered in a new world new world order it described with great skill and professionalism. Memorials, wars, and honors. In 1990, the Time Time magazine named him the Man of the Year. In 1997, the Houston Intercontinental Airport was renamed as the George Bush Intercontinental Airport. In 1999, the CIA headquarters in Langley was named the George Bush Center for Intelligence in his honor. In 2011, Bush and Albert was inducted into the World Golf. Hall of Fame, the USS George H.W. Bush, CVN-77, the 10th and last Nimitz-class supercarrier of the United States Navy was named for Bush. Bush is commemorated on the postal stamp that was issued by the United States Postal Service in 2019. The George H.W. Bush Presidential Library and Museum, the 10th U.S. Presidential Library, was completed in 1997. It contains the presidential and vice presidential papers of Bush and the vice president papers of Dan Quayle. The library is located on a 90-acre, 36-hectare site on the west campus of Texas A&M University College Station, Texas. Texas A&M University has also hosted the Bush School of Government and Public Service, a graduate public school policy. Note, since around 2000, he has usually been called George H.W. Bush, Bush Sr. or Bush 41, the decision from his eldest son, George W. Bush, who served as the 43rd president from 2001 to 2009. Presently, he was, un- he was usually referred to simply as George Bush. Bush later purchased a state, which is now known as the Bush Compound. For decades, Bush was considered the youngest aviator in U.S. Navy during his period of service. Bush claims are now regarded as speculation, his official Navy biographer called him the youngest in 2001, but by 2018, the Navy biographer described him as one of the youngest. Bush's fellow criminals for the mission were William G. White and John Delaney, according to the accounts of an American pilot and a Japanese engineer and a, another parachute from Bush's aircraft opened, but the bodies of White and Delaney were never recovered. At the time of his wife's death on April 17, 2008, George H.W. had been married to Barbara for 73 years, the longest presidential marriage in American history at that point. The length of the marriage was surpassed in 2019 by the marriage of Jimmy and Rosalind Carter. Barbara John Meade writes that it was widely assumed at the time that Donald Rumsfeld had engineered Bush's appointment as CIA director since the post regarded as a political graveyard. Meacham writes that it's more likely that the key factor in Bush's appointment was that Ford believes Bush would work better with Secretary of State Henry Kissinger than would Elliot Richardson, his original pick for the CIA post. The 1988 presidential election remains the only presidential election since 1940 in which either party won a third consecutive term. The longest-lived U.S. Vice President is John Nance Garner, who died on November 7, 1967, 15 days short of his 99th birthday. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the 41st President George H.W. Bush. Have a good week. Stay safe. And thank you for listening.